Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today. Good morning, Cindy. How are you? I am great. I'm sorry I'm joining you a little late, but I was interviewing one of the old classic stars of all time. Who is that? Mitzi Gaynor. Do you guys remember her? Of course. Mitzi Gaynor. Yes. Yes. Every once in a while in my job, they'll come up with a screen legend of all time, and they'll be like, would you like to talk to whoever? And I guess a lot of reporters say no, that it's not Kristen Stewart or Twilight people, but I love talking to the legends. So I was talking to what Miss is it Miss about them? What is it about the legends that attra- appeals to you and lacks appeal to others? Yeah, I think some of them just think, oh, you know, they're older. I think there's a real age prejudice in this country. And I think people think, well, you know, they're not young, they're not hot anymore, but my God, somebody who filmed South Pacific and worked with Frank Sinatra and Yul Brenner and all these great actors, I, I'm i always very interested talking to those people. So how was the conversation? What did you learn from it? What What can you share with our audience this morning? Well, first of all, the exciting thing is Turner Classic Movies, and we all have that channel. <clears throat> Excuse me, we all have the TCM channel. They are doing a program around the country right now where they're reintroducing the old classic movies but showing them in movie houses. So, I mean, it's one thing. It's nice to see movies on TV, but nothing like seeing one of those movies at a real movie house the way it was supposed to be seen. Wow. So give us an example of what your conversation entailed this morning. Well, Miss Gaynor, and the first time I was like, Miss Gaynor, and she's like, oh, please, Miss Gaynor's my mother. Call me Missy. And she famously filmed South Pacific all those years ago. And, it's you know, these these old movies always have an amazing story, you know, and, and stories we can really apply to today. I mean, she she said that she was dying to play Edo Annie in Oklahoma, the movie version of Oklahoma. And she went in, she auditioned, she tried so hard. And at the end, they're like, we're sorry, we cast the role a few weeks ago. We just wanted to meet you. So just like today, it was a huge, huge career disappointment for her. And But she said, you know, two years went by, and she met with these people, and they, all of a sudden, she was filming a movie with Frank Sinatra, and 
they called, she got a phone call saying, you know, Rogers and Hammerstein would like you to come sing for Oscar. And uh, would they like you to do a singing audition because they're pretty sure they want to cast you as the lead in South Pacific. So good life lesson for today. I mean, just today's disappointments could be tomorrow's greatest thing that you've ever done. And with those disappointments, uh, you know, when we experience them at various stages of our lives and ages, um, age discrimination in the entertainment industry, you know, there's some lessons there for us and, you know, in the for those of us who are not in the entertainment industry, too, associated with aging and discrimination. What are your thoughts on that, Cindy? You know, I have the most lively, fun, uh, life wisdom type of conversation with her. And, you know, no offense to the young stars I interview who are awesome, too, but but I would never have this conversation with them. And and at the end, I asked her, I'm like, Miss Gaynor, you're in your 80s now. What what do you know about aging and life? And and she said, and she has such great advice. She goes, I can't believe how much time of our life we spend complaining. She's like, our complaint, mm. we're always complaining to everyone. We call up our girlfriends, we complain. And she goes, one thing I know, she had, I think, 30, 40 year marriage and really still her husband passed away about a year ago but very much always in love with her husband and she said one thing she never did is call up girlfriends and complain about him about little things that happen in the house whatever she said because you know whatever you're going to complain about that other woman's husband's done the same thing she's heard it she's seen it it's boring and she said with age she only wishes she would have known younger in her younger life not to complain so much that you know life's pretty good and but we just focus on the negative and just do so much griping about things so i thought that was great advice it's wonderful advice cindy and it's also applicable to every stage of our life you know just putting in check our tendency or any tendency to complain and that's very timely for me to hear uh, when technology causes me to get frustrated <laughs> you know, and, 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 you know, throws my schedule off and throws my mood up and causes me to be late for appointments and or not be able to keep track of them because I rely so heavily on technology. And, you know, even the, the simplest circumstances where there's a tendency to complain, to really um, – gain some wisdom from what Mitzi Gaynor has just shared, you know, via you with, you know, life is too short. Life's too short. And she said, this is exactly what she said, because I told her I'm turning 50 soon. And she said, I in her 80s, she said, I'd kill to be 50. So many women complain, oh, my God, I'm turning 50. But she said, now looking back, I'd kill to be 50. She's like, 50 is young. You have so many years left. And she's like, most of us bemoan the fact that we're hitting middle age. And she said, that's so silly. It's such a waste because you have so much left to live. And she said the key in life, she thought, was to get up every morning and enjoy who you are. That's a toughie for a lot of people. And I can admit that's a toughie for me sometimes too. But she said, you have to enjoy who you are every single day. And she said, stop feeling so sorry for yourself. She's like, we also spend so many years just, oh, woe is me, the car doesn't work, and my computer's not working, and, and nobody cares. And she said, it's just so much wasted time in our lives. Wow. Now, you, 
very, very important um, message and everything that you're saying, as always. Cindy, you've had a really full previous month. You've been, you know, traveling quite a bit. Any additional insights and experiences that you can share with our audience here at Sylvia Global? You know, it's been a it's been a very uh crazy month. It's been a lot of you know, some traveling and also I did lose my beloved dog this month, which was really oh, hard on our sorry. family. Thank you, but she yeah, it's like amazing. She lived to be a fifteen year old German shepherd, which I guess is pretty much unheard of. And uh we did do we went to a bunch of shelters afterwards to adopt dogs, so if I could just, you know, encourage anybody. It's not, a lot of these shelters have been revamped. They're nice experiences for your family. They have little rooms you can go into. So I just saw so many gorgeous dogs. So if anybody is even thinking about it, there's just so many shelter dogs who need a home, and they're beautiful, beautiful, sweet, little dogs, big dogs, everything. So so that I would encourage everybody to do. And uh soon after the loss of your dog, did you um, you know, did you go and you were you open to getting a new dog? You know, the funny thing is, um Cody, my dog, she was fifteen and she was having some walking issues for a while, but we did dog acupuncture for the last two years of her life and she did she was up walking, running. I can't even one thing I want to say to everybody, I can't recommend that enough to if you have animals who are older, my vet always said age is not a disease and there's things you can work on. So anybody who has an elderly pet, just to find a reputable holistic vet who really is a DVM, a doctor of veterinary medicine and you know try acupuncture and things and and there's a lot of supplements now so so we did that and yeah I lasted about one day <laughs> so yeah one one day that was it i was like okay you know i was like no we're not going to get another dog for a while but i did last one day so we have a new little german shepherd guy here now and uh from someone who was giving had to give him away and uh, we're also getting a little puppy labradoodle in a month. Well, so you're getting two. Right? Yeah, we're actually because we're crazy. So <laughs> soon there's going to be like ghost chickens and everything else walking through this house. I think. So even within the um, in a circumstance of you know losing a beloved animal. Um, you were able to replace and, re, you know, find a place in your heart for, you know, a new, you know, to still love, you know, and to do something. And it's not the same. I mean, I ha- you know, when you have an animal for so long or even a short time, it's not the same, but there are just so many animals that need love out there. And so, I, you know, I, I thought, too, you know, I'm going to just take a break for a while, but, but I mean, it's just—it's such a—it's such a lovely part of your day is helping your dog or playing with your cat or what, whatever you're doing. So, Cindy, so. we just got a, a text um, come over to the show from a listener that I guess is someone who follows you because they said, Cindy, you used to have two extremely large dogs called Jake and Cody, and a large collection of Bruce Springsteen bootlegs. How's that bootleg collection growing? <laughs> well, thank you to whoever this is. Yes, we had Jake for like 15 years, and Cody's the one who just passed away, so that that she lived to be 15 too. 
And, um, you know, I did tell the new dog, I played some Bruce, and uh, I said, you know, this is Bruce Springsteen, get used to it, because, you know, I'm the biggest <laughs> mush pile dog owner, but there are certain non-negotiables in this house, and one of them is we will be listening to Bruce Springsteen during the day. So, oh, this so, is yeah. great. So it is Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, it is so funny, but um but yeah, no, but thank you for following me. That's so nice. But yes, I still have my Bruce Springsteen bootlegs, lots of them. Any additional insights you'd like to share with the audience, Cindy, here on Sylvia Global? I would love, um, if anybody would like to do to participate in this show, maybe next week. I could, a lot of people are asking me about this because they know Cody lived such a long life and she had two strokes in the middle of this. I would love if any of the dog lovers would like us to do a show where I could tell you some of the very simple, amazing things we did with Cody later in life that got her back on her feet. And it wasn't anything crazy. Like, I don't believe in a million surgeries and a million things that are going to harm the dog. But if you guys ever wanted to, I mean, I really learned a lot the last two years doing holistic medicine on the dog. So if you got, if any dog lovers who are going through that would like to participate, really simple things. And I've been, all my friends are calling me now. They're like, what did you guys do? And my dog's not walking. And, and if anybody wants that, I think, you know, we could do a great show next week on that. Well, Cindy, I think we should plan on doing it because we have a wonderful dog, too, and I've noticed that it's getting a little bit harder for him to jump, and his hind legs are, you know, so I I really personally would be curious on um, how I can extend the, the love to our animals because they nurture our lives in so many wonderful ways. Absolutely, you got to nip it in the bud, and it's so simple. Like your dog should be on fish oil, and a lot of people are like, "Well, I don't want my dog to have that stinky fish oil breath." But our holistic vet, who was amazing, and her name—if anybody has a huge issue—I'll give you her name and number next week. She lives in Prescott, Arizona. But her name's Dr. Caroline O'Sullivan. She said, you know, freeze the fish oil. They, you know, freeze it. They become like ice capsules. The dog swallows it right down. You don't have a bad breath issue. And a little fish oil, a little glycosamine, your dog will be like a puppy again. It's amazing. Like just simple things like that really rejuvenate your dog. Well, we're going to do a big push on this and have you back next Wednesday. 8.30 Pacific Standard Time, and Cindy Perlman will come back not only with some wisdom from the entertainment industry, but now holistic treatments for dog lovers and pet lovers. It's really a passion of mine, Gail, because there's just so many dogs that get put down where, you know, they do have a, a few little issues, and you can you can really, you know, get start your dog on a fish oil today. You won't believe it. Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm seriously going to do that because that was one of my concerns um, last, well, actually over the weekend when I was watching him move and he was becoming quite, it was becoming quite noticeable that he's limited or he's in pain. So thanks so much, Cindy, for joining us here again on Sylvia Global. Anything Thank else? Thank you, and then we'll we'll see you next Wednesday then. Talk to you then. Have a wonderful day, Cindy. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks. You've been listening to Cindy Perlman on on SylviaGlobal.com. I'm your host, Gail Sylvia. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.